At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a numbers game right here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio. Thought you were uh, you were smoking me out there, Jason, for a second. How you doing? Jason Cobb, producer number seven, is here. Good morning. Adding. How's my audio? Uh, your audio is fabulous. Glad to hear it. We're live from the South Point once again. Uh, no screens in front of me either, Jason. We're going blind today uh, on the show. This show is severely overbooked. We're going to start having to ask... Uh, Offering guests vouchers if they want to take a later uh, show instead. Uh, with Josh Towers on baseball later on in the show. Jason Weingarten on baseball as well from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. Jason not only uh, betting all things baseball, also betting the Olympics. We'll get his uh, one remaining Olympics play. He's been doing this for Point Spread Weekly. So we have an Olympics play from him. The sport? Hmm. We shall see. And then uh, we're doing blind resumes with uh, MVP candidates. We'll do that. We'll also do Rookie of the Year talk in Major League Baseball, both AL and NL, because those markets are widely distributed now again, widely posted, if you will. So we'll talk uh, that with Jason a little later on uh, during the show. Uh, we'll also uh, we'll do golf. Brady Cannon will be here. WGC events, St. Jude's. That means big purses. That means big golfers. So we'll talk to Brady, who's hosting the Lombardi line later. He'll be in studio. Uh, and then this hour, Dan Bespris, NBA free agency talk. See if the needle moved for him in any direction. And then momentarily, uh, Pete Futak, who was kind enough to join us for a while yesterday to talk SEC football. He'll be there. He'll be here, rather, today to talk Big Ten football with us from his beautiful backyard there in the heartland, just outside of Chicago. So we'll do that. Big Ten talk today on the show. Uh, first, though, before we get to Peter... 
yesterday, the biggest news in pro football was not that Giants brawl. Sorry. I know people wanted to make it the biggest news of the day, but it wasn't. Uh, The biggest news of the day was more bad luck for the Indianapolis Colts on the heels of Carson Wentz having to have surgery about his sesamoid bone in in his foot. Quentin Nelson, their standout, all pro offensive lineman, the same exact issue and the same exact prognosis, 5 to 12 weeks. The very odd 5 to 12 week range, which means he'll either be back right around opening game or maybe miss virtually half the season. Those are the two extremes of that of that timetable. Uh, either way, boy, oh boy, oh boy, I stand by the very first thing I, I said when Wes Reynolds announced it on our show. You don't want to bet Jaguars futures now? Just take a flyer on them. Obviously, the Titans, the, the de facto favorite now, but... That Jaguars number has been coming down incrementally, tick by tick. It's about plus 550 now to win the division, so the best numbers are going on that. But um, that's the deal with the Colts. And remember, part of the tentacles of this, this also affects with Carson Wentz anyway, not with Quentin Nelson, but with Carson Wentz. It also affects the Eagles, from which Carson Wentz came via trade. Wentz plays at least 75% of the Colts' offensive snaps this year. A second-round pick turns into a first-round pick for the Eagles. If he plays 70% of the Colts' offensive snaps and the Colts make the playoffs, playoffs, then it also turns from a second-round pick into a first-round pick for the Philadelphia Eagles. So obviously they're watching that intently. As Danielle Alvari said on primetime action last night, uh, Carson Wentz still hurting the Eagles, even when not in an Eagles uniform, which I think was pretty apt. The other thing yesterday on primetime action, since I brought that up, uh, first five minutes of that show... I just sort of openly speculated with my co-host Matt Brown, with Danielle, and with Kelly Bidlin. I was like, is no one bringing up Philip Rivers? Is no one bringing him up at all? Like, is no one going to make that phone call? And I don't know if Kelly laughed at me. He said he didn't. But 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later, it's all over the place that Philip Rivers, someone went to Philip Rivers and said, hey, uh, would you be open to this? Forgive me for not getting the, uh, the license plate on the reporter who did ask him. And Philip Rivers said, maybe late, he didn't rule out a late season return. Let's put it that way. That was the headline of his response. He's saying, I'm not predicting I'm coming back in December or January. It would have to be the right situation, but I'm not ruling it out. So Philip Rivers staying in shape. And certainly Philip Rivers, obviously by that, by that point in the season, it might be a moot point for the Indianapolis Colts. But Philip Rivers, who played very well last year by any sort of measure, would obviously a better, be a better option for the Colts right here, right now, than anybody they have currently rostered behind Carson Wentz. Might have even been better than Carson Wentz, quite frankly. But he's not saying he's coming back now. He said maybe later. Maybe. Not ruling it out. Gil Alexander, a numbers game at VEASAN. The Sports Betting Network, VEASAN.com, the VEASAN app, Fubo, Sling Game Plus, iHeartRadio. And, of course, Baton Rouge, um, where we are uh, broadcasting every day. Let's bring him in to talk Big Ten football. Uh, let's bring him in from his beautiful backyard there, somewhere outside of Chicago. It's Pete Futek. How you doing, Peter? I'm doing just fine. I once again, I apologize for any random uh, car plane saw that goes off behind me here. But uh, hey, all part of the all part of the you know high flying show that we're going to put on here in the next five minutes or so. I can't see you. I hope it's a beautiful day out there in Chicago. They're uh, they're they're making all the screens blank for me, so I'm 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 on a high wire here, but I hope you're good, and I hope the weather's nice. Oh, 
you're missing something. You're missing just amazing stuff on this end. But uh, yes, I'm doing all right. <laughs> we'll get we'll get there. Uh, all right, so let's start. Thank you for doing the SEC with us yesterday. Thank you for asking random questions about Texas at Oklahoma. Let's start with Ohio State. Obviously, at the top of the Big Ten East, uh, you can't expect them to be the 2020 version of Ohio State. You can't expect them, as you pointed out at collegefootballnews.com, you can't expect them to be the 2019 version. But is the version you can expect good enough, I guess, is the big question here with the Buckeyes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, they, I mean, it's still the most talented team in the league by far. And it's uh, they've proven that they can just simply reload at every major position. And uh, the key is, though, that it's been Ryan Day. Look, you know, give the guy his due. The one big thing that he tweaked from the Urban Meyer era is from day one, he said, focus, focus, focus. Because you remember under Urban Meyer, they had the one first year where they were on probation where they went 12-0. and And the rest of his era, they never went through a season undefeated, at least the regular season. So, like, when uh, Day got in there, he's like, we've got to make sure we take every single game seriously because there was the Iowa loss remember under Urban Meyer there was the Purdue loss that really killed their season and they have yet to lose a regular season game under Ryan Day and if you look at this schedule there's Oregon and that's kind of about it I mean Penn State comes to Columbus they got to go to Michigan but whatever they don't have to play Wisconsin they don't have to play Iowa they don't have to play Northwestern so the schedule just isn't all that bad outside of that date with Oregon no not at all which, by the way, will contrast greatly with the next team we'll get to, which is the Penn State Nittany Lions. But Ryan Day, largely considered, if you ask any Ohio State fan or backer worth their salt, Ryan Day, a, a much finer in-game coach than Urban Meyer ever was, would you say? I, I'm not going to go there because Urban Meyer is only probably number top three of maybe the greatest college football coaches of all time. And now he's an NFL coach, so we'll see how that in-game thing works. But certainly Ryan Day has been brilliant so far, and he's he's obviously done a great job. And uh, but it also helps when you're playing in the you know the Big Ten East is, hasn't been quite what it's supposed to be uh, compared to what we were talking about yesterday with trying to deal with the SEC and the SEC West. Penn State, as I just alluded to, the Nittany Lions. Man, I want them to be good, Pete. I really do. Uh, I have some friends at State College. No town uh, is more into their football team and no team more beloved to their native uh, city than the Penn State Nittany Lions are to State College, Pennsylvania. But this schedule, man... Um, boy, oh boy, let me see. Along with the trip to Camp Randall, so they got to go at Wisconsin on September 4th to kick things off. They got a road game against Iowa. Um, three of their last five games on the road against the Buckeyes, against Maryland and Michigan State. And I get it, Maryland and Michigan State aren't exactly striking fear, but you do get those on the road as well. And a home date against Michigan thrown in there towards the end. That's a rough schedule. How about a, throw, a home game against Auburn thrown in there? Oh, early of course, the Auburn game, right, which is a home game uh, three weeks into the season. Yeah, it's the schedule you kind of wish uh, Ohio State were to have. But uh, it's look, I, what I like about Penn State is last year they had the worst start in the, the hundred and whatever year history of Penn State football. And they came back. You know, give I, I'm a James Franklin fan. Give him credit. Give the staff credit. Give the players credit for fighting through a, a, law, a completely lost season. And they battled back and played great over the second half. They kept it all going. They didn't give up. They've got talent there. They don't have necessarily all the skill that Ohio State has. But if you if you take a game by game, okay, Wisconsin's a tough game. But if you can somehow just get by that, you know, they can beat Auburn at home. 
you know, going to Iowa is going to be tough. Going to Ohio State is going to be tough. So uh, it's going to be tough for them to get to the Big Ten Championship just because their schedule compared to Ohio State's schedule. But they are going to be very good. I know some people who run hotels. This is very random. I know some people who run hotels at State College say the Auburn like like sell value of those hotel rooms. They say they could charge whatever they wanted. They said if they charged like twenty five hundred bucks a night, people would buy them for that game. Yeah, don't you remember like a couple years ago? I think it was Georgia at Notre Dame, and I think uh, the South Bend hotel circuit was overrun, and they just simply just charged everyone ten thousand dollars for a you know a one room whatever because Georgia fans overloaded the place. And that's hey, look SEC. It just means more. It just they they this is a one shot deal to go to State College. So if you're an Auburn fan, yeah, go for it. Ohio State, by the way, minus 450 to win the Big Ten East. Penn State, the next shortest shot uh, per bet MGM at 6-1. to one. Then everybody else is in double digits in the Big, t- in the Big Ten East. Uh, Indiana here listed at 10-1, to one, so I'll skip to them. I was going to go Michigan first, but let's do it in order. Indiana, I guess the question is, you know, is Michael Penix Jr. okay? Is he healthy? It really starts there. And can Indiana get anywhere close to their season last year, which by Indiana football terms was certainly aberrational. Yeah, it's kind of my snarky line. You know, how do you know the Big Ten was bad last year? Indiana and Northwestern were two of the top three teams in the conference. You know, look, it, they're good. They get a lot of parts back. Penix is supposed to be back. They do have a good backup in Jack Tuttle, who is an experienced guy who came up with the win at Wisconsin last year when Penix was out. Uh, it's a tough schedule to look, you know, last year, think about it. And I, I still contend that Michael Penix Jr. Was not in on the two point conversion Had Penn state, not completely gagged away that opener. I think you have a completely different season from both sides this year. They start out at Iowa. Watch out for that, that quirky trip to Western Kentucky, because they're going to have an offense down. They have probably the best defense in conference USA, but Indiana's going to win that uh, Cincinnati at home. Uh, obviously, it doesn't matter in terms of who wins the Big Ten East. But look, it, it's it's going to be a good team. It's not going to be the, a great team. They don't get Wisconsin. They don't get Northwestern. Uh, they have to go on the road to Michigan. I think that Purdue game, I know it's a rivalry game, is going to be a problem on the road. Uh, so long story short, I don't see them winning the Big Ten East. Well, it, it's the proverbial thing of college football, which is so great about college football, is you know these seasons start with a bang. And in, in Indiana's case, as you mentioned, at Iowa, September 4th, Cincinnati at home, September 18th, at Penn State, October 2nd. We're going to know the tone set. Yeah, th- thanks for playing, Indiana. Hey, it's been nice. Yeah. Hey, it was, that was fun last year. Yeah, that's good. We're going to know very much, very quickly with the Hoosiers. Uh, then there is Michigan at 14-1. to By the way, Big Ten Conference outright. Uh, Ohio State would be minus 220. The aforementioned uh, Nittany Lions at 8-1. to Indiana 20-1, to along with Michigan. Uh, Michigan, the schedule doing them no favors. Feel like we're a broken record with some of these teams, uh, but they'll get the test against Washington early on, second week of the year, September 11th, and then they got the bad luck of playing both Wisconsin and Northwestern, uh, and needing then to go on the road to face Nebraska. So they got the Wisconsin Northwestern uh, Big Ten West Kiniella of bad luck, and the Ohio State game is at home. But you know Michigan State, Penn State, they're also on the road. So this this looks pretty rough for the Wolverines. 
That's another team, kind of like Penn State, that that sort of was completely crushed early on last year and fought back and at least you know tried to do something, even though it was just a dead year. Uh, I think last year was a total aberration. I, I know there's some crazy thought out there that even the Western Michigan game to open up the season is going to be a fight, and which it might be because Western Michigan is one of the best teams in the MAC. Uh, I am a Harbaugh apologist. I I do think that they're going to be okay. Uh, again, though, when when you're talking about the the discussion is who can win. Forget the conference outright who can win the big 10 east you know again look at we talked about ohio state's schedule it's just easier and it's ohio state right so you got to get get there in the first place and so michigan i do think is going to be good i do think it could be the second best team in the east and probably will be but to win the conference again you got to be in to win it and i just don't think like you mentioned you got to deal with wisconsin on the road you got to deal with nebraska on the road uh, Michigan State's always quirky. That's from last year, so this is not going to be easy. Uh, we'll get to, we'll get to some Big Ten games of the year too, as well, because uh, uh, Wes Reynolds, our own Wes Reynolds, did so for Point Spread Weekly. He identified about six Big Ten games of the year that uh, he thought were noteworthy. I'll get your thoughts on those as well, and, and our own Jason Khan actually has the point spreads for all of them. Uh, but before we do that, the bottom of the Big Ten East, with apologies to these uh, schools, Michigan State. Uh, is in there the Spartans brand football? They'll be tough defensively, offensively. Who knows? By the way, they're fifty to one to win the Big Ten East. As are the Maryland Terrapins, which I recall at College Football News, where you ply your trade. You said probably the hardest team to predict on a week-to-week basis because they're always capable of some offensive explosion. The problem is the Mike Loxley era as a head coach, whether it be New Mexico or Maryland has never taken off. I mean, he just, for whatever reason, it, it just, he hasn't been able to, to, to put it all together and get consistency out of that offense, but it's going to have the explosion. He's got guys. I mean, he's, he's a, a peerless recruiter, uh, and he's got enough offensive weapons where on the right day that thing could work. It's just all about the consistency, but uh, you just look at this team and no, they're not going to win the Big Ten East, but they might have that type of offense that on the right day can screw somebody up. And Michigan State, anything no worries. Yeah, you know, I have a, I have a Spartan friend who swears that they're going to come up with a big, giant, you know, shocking season this year. Win total, maybe I like them a little higher than where they're at, but to win it now. But look, uh, look, they got to go to Northwestern to start the season. If you're good, traditionally, if you're going to get Northwestern, they take like a week or two to get going. So that's not totally bad. Got to deal with Miami. That's going to be dangerous in non-conference play. Uh, got to go to Rutgers. Got to go to Indiana. That does not help the cause. Uh, so they're going to be plucky. They're going to be fine. I think they're going to go to get the six wins and go bowling, but this is going to be a tough year. Cause like, as you kind of mentioned, offensively, they're a total question mark. And lastly, and maybe leastly, but we don't want to say that the big 10 East, uh, they're not even listed here at Ben MGM to win the big, big 10 East Rutgers. We don't even have a number on them. That can't be right. I like, I like Rutgers more in Maryland. I mean, it, look, they're plucky. Like you said, that defense is going to take the yeah. ball. They've got a good starting 22. Greg Schiano uh, has pieces in place to do what he likes to do. Uh, and then schedule-wise, look, Temple, Syracuse, Delaware. They're 3-0 and to probably start the season. Uh, Illinois, they miss uh, Nebraska, Purdue, Iowa, and Nebraska. It's not too bad. So they might be in for a little bit of a decent season, but to win the Big Ten East, nah, yeah, that's no, not going not gonna to happen. But let me, let's do a little schedule analysis, though, here on Rutgers. Temple at Syracuse and Delaware. That's what starts their season. Um, you kind of you kind of need to go three and zero to have some semblance here because at Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State at Northwestern. Uh, that's about the worst start. You pointed this out before their open date. 
at Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State at home, and then at Northwestern. You could probably conjure up a worse Big Ten start, but that's pretty brutal right there. Pretty brutal. Uh, they do get Maryland at home so that at the, at the end of the regular season, so that could be a fourth win. At Illinois, coming off a week off, that could be a win. And look, you, you kind of somehow find a, a, a way to get uh, a sixth win somehow when you take the ball away twelve times or whatever it was like against Michigan State last year. Uh, you can you can get there, but like you said, you got if you want to go bowling, forget the Big Ten East. You got to go three and zero. Let's look at these uh, West Reynolds games of the year, if we could, Jason Kahn, from uh, Point Spread Weekly, the college football, not from Point Spread Weekly specifically, but the college football betting guide, which is available for all folks at vcin.com slash subscribe. Matt Humans and crew put together this, uh, this betting guide. It is tremendous. Um, and conference by conference, team by team, all kinds of analysis. And Wes Reynolds took over the Big Ten. That's the part of the country from which he hails. And he identified six games, uh, Big Ten, big games on the board that he wanted to discuss. And, and I'll just throw all six out. Penn State at Wisconsin on September 4th with the Badgers, four-point favorites. Obviously, uh, two teams that want to prove that last year was an anom- anomaly for their respective uh Brands, Indiana and Iowa, Iowa favored by four and a half. Also, September 4th, two teams that uh, really, you know, had great seasons really by uh, standards last year, Indiana especially. Oregon at Ohio State, September 11th, Ohio State favored by 12 and a half. We mentioned yesterday, with the exception of Clemson taking on, uh, what was it, uh, Georgia. Probably the best interconference game, at least on paper, in college football this year. Oregon at Ohio State. The Buckeyes favored by 12.5. Then it's Wisconsin-Notre Dame. Jack Cohn against his old team. Wisconsin favored by two in Chicago. Indiana at Penn State, as you mentioned, the Michael Penix Jr. Two-point conversion falling shy. Rematch game. Penn State favored by 6.5 October 2nd. And then Penn State at Ohio State to round out these six. Late October, the Buckeyes by 11.5. Any one of those stick out to you? Yeah, first I'd kind of ditch the two Indiana games on there. I mean, Indiana's going to be fine, but that I, I, if you're going even non-conference gaming, Iowa at Iowa State, that's about as big a, you know, a, a mid-section non-conference game as you're going to get. Uh, you're going to hear from Nebraska fans who think the trip to Oklahoma is the biggest game of the season, and uh, uh, Washington going to Michigan is is obviously going to be big, but I, on all that, you know, from a national standpoint, Michigan, or, sorry, uh, Wisconsin and Notre Dame at Soldier Field, uh, that's just going to be fun. I mean, that's just going to be one of those games with the the atmosphere and uh, two teams that are going to be very, very good that both need this thing, that both have fringe college football playoff hopes that need this game. That's obviously going to be pretty massive. Uh, Penn State, Ohio State, let's see what the Nittany Lions have, like you said, and look, to open up the season, Penn State at Wisconsin, that's about as tone setter a game as it gets. You know, the winner of that game uh, gets to really kind of rock and roll off, especially if it's Wisconsin in the, in the West that's very, very winnable for them. Would you lay the points with the Badgers in that opener, or with Iowa? Yeah, they, they, uh, yeah, I like that. I like Wisconsin in the opener, um, just because the home field they actually come out great. That defense is going to be nasty. Uh, that's one of those games that they're going to come out and play pretty well for. They usually uh, come out very, very strong to start the season, especially at home. So I'll go with the Badgers on that one, and uh, definitely Iowa over Indiana at home four and a half. I would take that. You would lay the four and a half points. Yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're what, Absolutely. what I'm gleaning here is that you are 
really on the Indiana bearish bandwagon for the, I, for the I, am, I, I am not an anti-Indianaite. We were just there showing the kid the college. It's a beautiful place, lovely place, but they're not going to have the same year that they had last year. No. they. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Should be fun. They'll have something to say about it, obviously, as we mentioned. Uh, quite the test. Three out of the first five weeks of the season for the Hoosiers um, with games really... Yeah, leading into October, really from almost the start, at Iowa, September 4th, Cincinnati, September 18th at home, and then at Penn State, October 2nd, with an Idaho and Western Kentucky game wedged in. We'll come back, we'll talk Big Ten West, and I got some uh, name, image, and likeness questions for Pete next, right here on the yeah. Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. It is A Numbers Game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. I uh, always appreciate it. We have a uh, breaking news Palooza coming up momentarily, but remember with football season just around the corner, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials and much more. Just download the app today. It won't take you but a few seconds or stop by or and stop by rather any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. That won't take you but a few minutes and then start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 20 one or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. NBA free agency, obviously, in full swing. Uh, Dan Bespris, Dan Bespris, rather, will join us later this hour to discuss. But we have a couple more moves here. Woj, I don't know if we call these bombs. We'll call them Woj grenades. Uh, restricted free agent forward John Collins has agreed to a five-year, $125 million deal to stay with the Atlanta Hawks. I was openly wondering on uh, primetime action the other night because we're speculating, will John Collins go? I was like, why would the Hawks let him go? And the Hawks have not let him go. Five years, $125 million for John Collins, who uh, was spectacular when he was uh, here at Summer League a few years back. And then another one, uh, also in the NBA, we'll get to a baseball one here momentarily, which is getting kind of comical, but also from uh, Adrian Wojnarowski uh, over there at ESPN, breaking all kinds of news. Um, I'll go ahead and read it off the uh, off the phone here. Uh, this is uh, four-time All-Star guard Kemba Walker. He's agreed to a contract buyout with the Oklahoma City Thunder. That was kind of expected. But upon clearing waivers, he plans to sign with the New York Knicks. <coughs> there you go, New York Knicks. Uh, Kemba Walker headed to the Knickerbockers. And then John Heyman from uh, MLB Network and Odyssey uh, breaking the Dodgers are closing in on a deal for Cole Hamels. <laughs> I'm not making that up. Cole Hamels, who last pitch, I think it was three and a third innings for the Braves back in 2020, but obviously a, a Phillies all-star of note for so many years. The Dodgers are getting him too. Dodgers going to bring everybody back? My goodness. All right, Cole Hamels signing with the uh, Dodgers appears, according to John Heyman. Uh, let's bring in Pete Futak, and we'll get to the uh, Big Ten West here momentarily, Pete. Uh, but before, because we have a couple minutes here, we didn't get a chance to talk name, image, and likeness. College football, more than any other sport, is going to be such a different thing than we've all come to know through the years. Uh, perhaps to the good, perhaps not. We don't know exactly, but I think to the good. Obviously, there's a playoff expansion. There's all kinds of things happening that will make the sport kind of unrecognizable to what we've known. But with name, image, and likeness, is this an opportunity to, to, you know, because we're talking about, oh, the SEC is going to get Texas and Oklahoma, and it's going to be these major, you know, massive conferences. But what about the other brand name schools that are not SEC schools, like USC, like the Miami Hurricanes, that have, you know, not been in their heyday here, obviously, in recent history? Do you think that, that brands like that, not this year, but over the next couple years, because of NIL, will be able to recruit the players that will make them great again, if you will. Without question. And there's, you can't technically, according to NIL, 
uh, go to a player, a recruit, and say, hey, come here, and you're going to make a million dollars doing this. But there is going to be institutionalized promotional abilities there. You know that if you go to uh, Oregon, there's a shot you're going to be in a Nike ad if you're a superstar player. You know if you're the starting quarterback for Alabama or Ohio State or Clemson or any of these schools. Look at this high school kid, uh, Quinn Ewers out of Texas, who's leaving, uh, skipping his senior year to go to Ohio State, not because he really wants to, but because he can't get NIL money playing high school football. It's, there's a ban on that in the state of Texas. So he's going to go to Ohio State because he has all, all these gajillion dollars worth of deals in place. Uh, so it is going to change things. I'm a thousand percent for it. I think these guys should be able to get anything they're able to get. But one thing that's kind of being confused here is they're not getting paid. They're not getting like the schools don't pay them. The networks don't pay them. The conferences don't pay them. They're not getting a salary. This is essentially just these guys are able to get jobs. That's all this really is. And it's going to get sticky because now you're, if you're in a quarterback battle, like look, look at Bo Nix at Auburn, he's got a sweet tea deal, but if TJ Finley wins the job, now you're just not ticked off. You lost your job. You might lose your sponsorship. So this is going to get kind of quirky very fast. That's the, I think the point you just made there, though, is the, is the one that's getting lost on people the most. This is just you can make your own money now. It's, it's the NCAA almost more arrogant than ever saying, yeah, but all of this wonderful TV money that, that we've got going on here, you can't, you don't get it. It makes that. the expansion more palatable. It says, hey, look, we can expand like this because the players are getting some money somehow. Yeah. Well, it'll be fascinating. Big 10 West, obviously a lot of Wisconsin talk, Iowa at the top. We'll check out those odds. Pete Futak from his lovely backyard somewhere outside of Chicago. And then we'll talk to Dan Bespris about NBA free agency, Jason Weingarten on baseball. It's a numbers game at Vicent, the Sports Betting Network. to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. The VEASAN College Football Betting Guide is here once again. Let me remind you, start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides. Along with everything we offer for the entire football season, get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Uh, it might be our greatest betting guide ever, some are saying, our college football betting guide. We alluded to uh, Wes Reynolds talking about uh, Big Ten games of the year moments ago. It is great. Humans and crew with another fabulous job over there. So check it out, vcin.com slash subscribe. Only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today. Uh, it's Gil Alexander. We get tweets at Beating the Book. We always appreciate the feedback. Uh, this is from Celestine. Gil, love your show. Would you happen to know, thank you, by the way, would you happen to know when NBA season win totals will be, will be up in Vegas or if any books already have them? Thanks. Uh, no book has them yet. They're going to let free agency settle. That's the first thing. So no, no book has them quite yet. But remember, this is a, we're back to an 82-game schedule, uh, I believe, and we're back starting in October. So we do, we're definitely starting in October. So think about the the runway here. We're already in August. So the answer is sooner than later, quite frankly. Um, but I can't give you an exact date. But they will be up pretty quickly. 
uh, with the just the season lasting as long as it did this past year, being delayed on a staggered basis, and so the uh, the window is very very small. Cricket man, uh, it bothers me that you going on vacation somehow disrupted the flow of my day. Glad to have you back in that weird everything is better now way. Thank you, Cricket man. Appreciate that. And this is uh, from Greg V. That's World Series MVP Cole Hamels to you, Cole Hamels. Closing in on a deal with the uh, Dodgers per John Heyman. Yes, that is World Series MVP Cole Hamels to me. Uh, it's Gil Alexander. Pete Futak is here uh, to talk Big Ten West with us. Jason Kahn telling me that they they pulled the Big Ten East numbers off the board, and we're trying to figure out why. And you very quickly responded by saying maybe it was because of the avalanche of action we just got after our first segment. After the first segment, it was just it, the circuits just completely fried. <laughs> I mean, it was oh, everyone just went against Indiana on everything, and That's now right. you know we, we screwed it all up. No, it'll be back up soon, I'm sure. Uh, all right, Big Ten West, real quick then. Uh, Wisconsin, let's and let's throw up the odds if we can, Jason. But Wisconsin largely can, you know, by the market, the favorite here. Um, I'm not sure where you stand on Graham Mertz. By the way, minus one fifteen per BetMGM to win the Big Ten West, to be exact. Iowa, the only other team that's not in double digits. Iowa's plus 185, so this is very much a two-horse race per the market. But with Wisconsin, I'm not sure where you stand on Graham Mertz. And this is going to be off-brand Wisconsin football, like no running game that we've become so accustomed to? Well, first of all, huge uh, ups on, on Graham Mertz. I mean, you know, he had that game to start uh, last year against Illinois. What was it, 22 of 25 or maybe mm-hmm. even better than that? And we just looked amazing. Uh, got hit with COVID. It was just never right the rest of the year. It also didn't help him uh, that his entire receiving core was banged up or out uh, for a long stretch. I think they were down to a, like their fifth string wide receiver as their number one against Northwestern. Uh, so, And this year he gets them all back. He is the arguably the most talented quarterback recruit that they have ever had and you know he's not Russell Wilson or anything but he is at that level where he could have gone to an Alabama or a Clemson it wouldn't have been crazy so he's got that talent he's got the line that's going to give him time and he's got a defense that is going to be as good as it's been yet under uh, Paul Chris so I am very bullish on Wisconsin but as we alluded to yesterday the weird part about this Badger team is I don't know if they can run all that well. Jalen Berger was the hot shot recruit. He was okay, but he didn't get a whole lot of room to move. Uh, he's a little bit banged up to start the season. They don't have a Jonathan Taylor. They don't have a Melvin Gordon. It is Wisconsin. There is going to be that game where they're going to figure something out. They're going to run for 400 yards. Uh, but this team is by far the best in the, the Big Ten West as long as they can kind of tweak their system a little bit. Yeah, I guess what I meant was, is Mertz elite or not is, is probably the better way to have articulated well, Think that. about it. Who else? Who is the best quarterback in the Big Ten to start the season? Yeah. We're not sure who started. I mean, now with the, Quinn Ewers in there, we don't know who the starter is for Ohio State. Michigan's still slightly up in the air. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. is hurt. Uh, so right now, he's your preseason all-Big Ten quarterback, kind of because there's not anybody else there. Iowa's always interesting. Uh, we know they'll have a running game with Tyler Goodson here this year. But I think I think I read this with you at College Football News. It, it, they're so tantalizing because if they had any kind of downfield game here, Iowa does this every year where you're sort of like, man, if they could just do this, they could be that. They could be really good. They never seem to put it all together. What do you think about that for the Hawkeyes this year? Yeah, quarterback Spencer Petras has, has talent. He's got the arm. They just didn't stretch the field at all last year. And, you know, look, there but for a, a late kind of you know dropping the ball against Northwestern that would have been your team from the west you know it's it's Iowa you know what you're getting 
the line play is going to be amazing. The running game is going to be good. The defense is going to be rock solid sound. They're not going to beat themselves. Everything is going to be kind of right there. But again, they're just kind of missing that one deep shot element that if they, like you said, if they have that, they're right there in the mix. They got to go to Wisconsin. That's a problem. Obviously uh, they don't have to play Ohio state. Don't have to play Michigan. You know, so start with that. That's a nice break you get from the, the eastern side of things. Uh, and, you know, look, going to Northwestern, going to Nebraska, that's not that bad. Their uh, road schedule isn't all that awful. So uh, they're going to be right there with Wisconsin, even though Wisconsin's a better team. Uh, I, you know, Iowa's going to be number two in this whole thing. You, you, you would bet Wisconsin. You would not take a flyer on Iowa. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, I, I Flyer maybe, but it's not crazy. But I think Wisconsin's better. With apologies to Northwestern, I'm going to lump every other team together here because everybody's uh, all double digits. Um, is there another team in the Big Ten West that you think could be worth a play at current prices? Well, uh, Northwestern. And can, we, can we go with that? I mean, yeah. They're just as good. I mean, this, that team, if, they, if their system keeps working where they make you play their style, they control everything. They can do that. This defense is every bit as good as last year's defense. They've got the guys. Uh, the difference is you're not going to have a, a, a completely down Wisconsin this year. You're not going to catch those breaks like they've got. But look, Pat Fitzgerald's gotten them to the Big Ten Championship two of the last three years. That is not a crazy call. Uh, they do have to deal with Ohio State, but they don't have to play Penn State or Michigan. So on that, that's not crazy. And if you're really going wacky, Purdue's going to be fun. I was going to ask you about the Boilermakers. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be quirky better, but to win the West, that's asking a lot. Uh, they do miss Michigan and Penn State. Uh, they get Wisconsin at home. They get Indiana at home. Uh, it's an interesting team. That, uh, if you like a flyer, that's not entirely insane. Should be the best defense under under Brom. Yeah, it's not saying much, but yeah, they've got the guys, they've got the pass rush, uh, everything's there. And the, the the one on the board I'm looking at right now is kind of crazy. I, Nebraska twelve to one seems a little high. I, I, I they don't have the guys. I just don't think they can get there. Yeah. All right. Well, not sexy, but Wisconsin nonetheless. Pete Futek, Pete, we'll do it. Uh, we'll do it some more. We'll do other conferences. Collegefootballnews.com is where you can find all of Pete's work at. Pete Futak, F-I-U-T-A-K. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Later, Gil. Pete Futak, everybody. Uh, always Johnny on the spot here on the show. We'll come back. Dan Bespris reacts to some of these NBA free agency moves. Is there a bet to be made based on any of these? We'll find out next right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Raise the stakes with BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up because they're giving new customers a shot at an easy 100 bucks. Register using code VSIN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on the Dodgers or Astros and either team hits a home run. BetMGM is always uh, ready to help you turn big plays into major paydays. Enjoy innovative parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Just download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code VSIN100 to win $100 when you bet $1. Just one on the Dodgers or Astros and either team hits a homer. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New customer offer, paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in the state of Nevada. Skill Alexander, uh, we should mention, this is the kind of run I've been on. Mentioned uh, the other day I had the Nationals against the Phillies. Nationals had a lead in the ninth. Blew it. Then I had Team Israel as a plus 248 dog against uh, the Dominican Republic. Israel had the lead in the ninth. Blew it. And then yesterday, uh, the tennis player, Amanda Nisimova, won the first set against Isla Tamjanovic. Up a break in the second set. Blew it. Broke back. Tamjanovic ends up winning that set. Then third set, Anisimova up a break again. On her racket up 5-4. 
broken back, blow, uh, broken back rather than not, not her actual back. She was broken back, uh, and then uh, she blew it there. So that's quite a run of fabulous sports betting. Good Lord, not fun at all. That's uh, the way the cookie crumbles. But I'm going to take my advice on the tennis and just play it very low, if at all, anymore this week, both in D.C. and in San Jose, men's and ladies' side. Just wait for the uh, bigger tournaments starting next week in Canada, Toronto, and Montreal. Let's talk a little basketball. Let's bring him in from hoop-ball.com. That's where you can follow him, as well as at Dan Bespris on Twitter, B-E-S-B-R-I-S, the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, the best audio in the business. Dan Bespris, everybody. How you doing, Dano? Good morning, Gil. I am ready to rock. They gave us basketball news this morning. They did. Kemba to the Knicks. I'm sure that moved your needle. <laughs> it most certainly did. Consider my needle moved. I am uh, I'm wondering how much he had to leave on the table to uh, get out of Oklahoma City. But regardless, listen, we, we bet and we play fantasy sports. So yeah. that part doesn't really matter that much to us in the end. He's a Nick. He's a Knickerbocker. This is uh, this is really cool. I I'll, I'll admit I thought they were going to do the same thing with Kemba that in Oklahoma City I should say that they did with Al Horford. Let him play for about half a season, show everyone he's healthy enough to be awesome. Trade him. Same thing they did with Chris Paul. Brought him in, gave him the keys. He played great. They traded him. Load up on even more picks. But I guess finally the Thunder were like, you know what? We have enough. We have 55 picks. I think we're good. Uh, Let's figure out how to get out of this contract. And uh, they did it. So Knicks got better. They re-signed key pieces. They brought in Evan Fournier. They brought in Kemba Walker. Uh, New York got better. They needed offense badly, and they got some. I just want to point out that before Kemba was signed, the Knicks to win the NBA championship, 80-1 to at BetMGM. Now that they have signed Kemba Walker, Dano, the Knicks to win the NBA championship, also 80-1. to <laughs> Yeah, well, they're right. Yeah, that MPM is not wrong. <laughs> just <laughs> felt the need to tell you that after yeah, that beautiful just, diatribe. Yeah. It does not. It does not make them a championship caliber team, but it does make them better, and it does make them more fun to watch because they can probably shoot for more than about seventy-two possessions a ball game this coming year. So that'll be, uh, I think, enjoyable for Knicks fans from a uh, actual futures standpoint like maybe you're looking at a round deeper in the playoffs uh but no they're not a championship well, caliber so that that leads me to another thing so by the way the other move this morning that was made john collins re-signing with the hawks which i think is a great move i was wondering why there was speculation that they'd let him go obviously they got to pick and choose they got a lot of young players so i guess i do understand the speculation but i think they make the right choice there but you know i got into it with somebody on twitter yesterday i don't know if you know this people get into it with each other on twitter uh but i had said i was downplaying i wasn't downplaying that was his word. DeMar, uh, excuse me, not DeMar DeRozan. We'll get to that momentarily. But Kyle Lowry, his former teammate with, with the Raptors, Kyle Lowry going to the Heat on a three-year deal. And, again, this is one of these things where I'd love for people to be able to hold two thoughts in their heads at the same time, which is I'm not saying Kyle Lowry is not a good basketball player. I'm not saying he's not a fine addition. Sure he is. Uh, but at his age, and given the landscape elsewhere in the Eastern Conference and beyond, what does that do? That takes the heat from a team that is probably, you know, going to be an Eastern Conference semifinal team 
to a team that is really solidified as an Eastern Conference semifinal team <laughs> with a with a small possibility of maybe doing better than that. Sure, could they get to the Eastern Conference Finals and beyond? Yeah, but they're still you know slotted right where they were before. And I guess that's what I was getting at with that. I'm not sure if you agree or disagree. I completely agree, and I felt like I was out on an island on this one, so I'm really happy to hear you say the same thing. Kyle Lowry is, uh, I think he just turned 35, if I'm not mistaken. So these are, and it would be one thing if we're arguing, and we can talk about the Chris Paul contract if you like. I mean, he's he's still fantastic, but also quite aged in the NBA. Yeah, he's not going four years. But at least Chris Paul, I mean, he's... Paul's been taking teams now to the playoffs in, in Oklahoma City. He pretty much did it by himself. He's clearly making these teams better. There's enough left in that tank. Uh, Kyle Lowry, and I and I don't mean to bag on him. I hope that this isn't how this comes off. Right. I don't think he's aged as well as Chris Paul or even, I mean, you I, could find a couple I other agree. examples. But uh, he's he hasn't played in more than about 70% of his team's games in a couple of years. He's, and as a fantasy enthusiast, He's always hurt down the stretch. Now, I think Miami's going to do something better than Toronto did, which is limit his minutes. That just never happened in Toronto. He was constantly in the top five in the NBA in minutes played per game. So he was constantly banged up and missing six, seven, eight ball games in these chunks two or three times a season. I do think that he'd do a better job with that, keeping him healthy going down the stretch. But he's on the wrong side of his peak. And yes, He's better than Goran Dragic in a head-to-head competition, but it doesn't elevate the heat in the way that maybe folks would like them to be. They And and Jimmy Butler just had one of his best statistical seasons ever, and I like Bam Adebayo. They've got these nice pieces, but to me, the Kyle Lowry thing doesn't put them up and over the top in a way that... And, I th- and they, to me, and same with Phoenix, I guess, sort of a a victim of circumstance to some degree. They took advantage of those circumstances, but we saw the heat do this thing in the bubble that almost that definitely wouldn't happen anywhere else. And we saw Phoenix do this thing this year where they just, it was break after break after break. And that doesn't mean they aren't good teams. It just means they aren't what we saw happen in those one instances. So uh, yeah, Miami got better, but not better enough. Thank you. Thank you. I know he's listening. Thank you. So uh, let me just one more, because really what I've concluded here is that there really hasn't been a move that, you know, again, Russell Westbrook to the Lakers being being the headliner here, but it's it's the Nets 2-1 to one to win the NBA championship. It's the Lakers at 4-1. to one. But really we've never seen something like this where, and it may be after the Warriors first year, maybe it was like this, but you have the two teams of the NBA Finals, the Bucks who actually won the championship, this just in, at plus 950 to win it all, and the Suns who lost them in the Finals at 16-1. to 1. Like, to me, those are still the best bets on the board, therefore. You know, that, that to me. I do want to ask you about one free agency move, though, that happened yesterday that I do think moves possibly the needle a little bit, which is Andre Drummond to the Sixers is interesting to me. Because now you've got two big dudes in there, obviously, with Embiid, that I could see that wreaking a bit of havoc, perhaps, in the postseason. Yes? No? Am I reaching? Uh, no, no, you're not reaching, actually. And uh, I, I guess I can come on here and talk about how wrong I was this last year. I actually liked the Sixers more than most this last season. I didn't see the... Uh, the playoff, I don't know if you can even call it a meltdown, but the playoff meltdown coming for them. I, I, 
they to me felt like an uh, a bit of an underappreciated team so this is this is a good move they've long since needed something to fill that void in the middle when Embiid is not on the floor i just if for me if if i believed in the sixers this last season i i feel like i should almost have to yes. believe in them again <laughs> i think so uh, yes but at the same time i don't i don't know how they work with ben simmons in the middle of their core there's He's going to take more heat than he deserves, but he also needs to figure something else out for them to get to that next level. Because Joel Embiid is transcendent superstar level, guy that impacts every second of a ball game when he's on the floor. Tobias Harris is overpaid, but he fits what they're trying to do. They added spacing this year, which was really smart of them. They're one shift away from me truly believing in them again. So close for me, but not quite. And Drummond does help. Yeah, by the way, the you know, file it under things I missed while I, things I was not on the air for during vacation, but the Ben Simmons to the Warriors offer was one of the more comical things you will ever run into ever. It was uh it was Ben Simmons they asked for Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman, the 7th and 14th picks and two future first rounders for Ben Simmons and the Warriors <laughs> picked up the call. They're like, "Yeah, no, we're good. Thanks." Yeah, we appreciate yeah, did, that. Did you watch your player the last few months? Because we did, and we're going to slightly decline. Do you agree with me? Bucks plus nine fifties, and and maybe lesser Suns sixteen to one. But the Bucks yeah. plus nine fifty is the best bet on the board. Period. Well, absolutely, Bucks without question the best value on the board. I loved what they figured out in the finals. That we finally saw the the shift for them that would have made them darn near a freight train earlier in these playoffs. And that was Giannis adjusting his offensive game. It was uh, Giannis playing off ball more often. They, what, what did they lose either? I, PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker I mean, they, yeah. they'll be fine this coming season. They'll have Dante DiVincenzo back, which will actually help them a little bit that we all kind of forgot that he existed. Uh, yeah. hundred percent. Absolutely. I'm a little worried about the bucks regular season after this deep playoff run. And they again, slightly truncated off season, but if they're healthy, come playoff time, look out. Dano, when season wins come out, we'll have you back. We'll talk about those extensively. I know how much you love doing those. I do love those. I do all 30. I can't wait. I know you do. He has an opinion on all 30. Dan Bespris, everybody, at Dan Bespris, B-E-S-B-R-I-S, on Twitter. Assistant GM at Hope-Ball.com. Thank you, Dano. Thank you, Gail. The best. Dan Bespris, everybody. We'll come back. Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke. A little blind resume on MVP in the National League. This will be interesting. Rookie of the year, and he's got an Olympics pick. That's next. The Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.